0: Hello everyone and welcome to Second Impressions, the show where we'll try anything twice. My name's Danica. And my name's Emma. Emma! How are you? Danica! I'm good. I'm good. How was your week? Um, I've been pretty busy. Busy little beaver. But, um, it's good. I'm I'm sad about this weather though. though. It's so cold now. You're not into it? No, I'm, like, bundled up recording right now in my blanket. I have my heater on. I have my mug full of mystery drink. Yeah, I was like, don't reveal it too soon. I, know. I haven't even asked you yet. I know. But I know it's in a mug, so I'm assuming it's not beer this week. Hmm. We'll see. All right. That's fair. I feel, like, pretty neutral about the weather, I guess. Yeah. I don't really care. Um, I did kind of want a couple more weeks of hot weather. Yeah. Just because this summer was, like, so smoky and terrible that, I don't know. Yeah, we just couldn't go outside there for a while. Yeah, because couldn't fucking breathe. Couldn't fucking breathe. Normally, like, by the time the cold weather comes around, I'm so ready for it, and I'm so excited. I'm like, yeah, sweaters, boots. Yeah. Bring it on. Uh, But this time, I was just kind of like, oh, no. Here it it's happening. It's happening. And I just like, I don't know, have all my summer clothes that I like barely wore this year. Yeah. So I guess I'll just pack those away. Yeah. I'm thinking with a couple of new sweaters, maybe a new pair of boots, I'll be more into it. But we'll see. I could use a new pair of boots. Yeah. But I could always use a new pair of boots. I know, right? Twist yeah. my arm. Ah, heck. Ah. <laughs> ah, shucks. Uh, do you know what we received like an hour ago? (laughs) What is the Oculus Rift game? Oh, shit. Yay. It was a box, and we opened that up, and inside was another box, and then we opened that up, and then inside that was the actual box that the thing comes in. Wow. And that's as far as we got because we're setting it up in the room that I record in. So, right. I was just like, haha, no. (laughs) <laughs> Get out of there. Get out of there. Get out of there. It's my time. It's podcast time. Get out time. of there. Uh, that's very exciting. Yeah, there goes all my free time now. You also have some more exciting news because didn't you win a prize recently? I did. I wasn't going to mention it until it arrived, but it's still in the mail, I guess. But I won a mug from our... Dear friend podcast, sister podcast, possibly. I guess we can call them that. Sibling podcast. Our sibling podcast. <laughs> Sasquatch My Baby. They had a giveaway on their Instagram page. And I was like, hell yeah, I want a fucking mug. I love mugs. And I love Sasquatch My Baby. So I entered it and I won. So that's I'm coming so to my house. Jealous. <laughs> I know I'm debating if I will actually keep it here or if I will bring it to work and keep it in my little workspace. Yeah. Uh, because it gets very cold there in the wintertime, and oh, yeah. I'm just gonna be drinking so much tea all day, every day. Hella tea. Yeah, so I may, I may as well just have a mug there. I Absolutely. already have a stash of tea there. <laughs> Speaking of that, what are you drinking, what? Emma? Oh. Tell me duh, about duh, this duh, mystery duh, drink. Uh, it's beer. <laughs> are you actually drinking beer out of a mug? Yeah. What? I don't have any glasses in my house. We just oh have God. mugs. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you faked me out. I know. What are you doing? Um, you're a yeah, grown up. it it was what? I said you're a grown up. What are you doing? I know, but uh we just have so many mugs because I like to collect mugs. So we literally have like 20 mugs. And uh, I just didn't see the point in going to buy glasses. So, yeah, mug study over here. My house isn't that much different. For a while in university, I didn't own bowls, and I didn't buy bowls because I just had some really big mugs that could oh, okay. hold like a can of soup, and I was just I like, was "This like, is all how I need." Did you eat anything that you need a bowl for? <laughs> yeah, I just had my you really animal. really big mugs. No, well, yeah. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I get uh, it too. But yeah, so normally I don't drink out of a glass or like a mug, even because their beers normally in cans or bottles. But this time we had a big boy bottle. I don't know what they're called. It's just a, big, a large, I like a large big boy bottle. bottle. <laughs> uh, and because well, the big cans we call tall yeah boys. no I like that because the big cans we call tall boys and so I guess the big bottles we can call big boys. Yeah. I'm into like it. it. <laughs> okay. What well, was uh, your big boy? Yeah. So it's from White Sails Brewing here in Nanaimo. Yeah. And uh, it's the Mount Benson IPA. Ugh. <sniffs> haven't tried that. Don't want to. Um, It's like not that bad. Er- <laughs> it's good. It's I like IPAs. Um, It's not very hoppy, is what I meant to say. Oh, good. Yeah, right. I, it's like so kind of that hoppy for first me. taste, but like you'll get used to it quickly. Okay, maybe I will try that one then. Yeah. All right. Well, that's fine. When I come over to the island, we should either go to White Sails or that other place you were telling me about. But oh, that one's far away. There's like, yeah, the that one is far away. And they're only open on, like, Sunday – no, Saturdays and Wednesdays for a couple of hours. Love Shack Libations. That one. Um, but we should go to White Sales. There's also, like, Wolf Brewing in Nanaimo that I've never been to, but apparently is very good. What? I've and, never heard of them. Um, It's out kind of Chase River area, I think. So, so, okay. Nanaimo. All right. Um, and then there's also in Parksville Aerosmith Brewing, which is very good. They've won like a shit ton of awards and stuff like that. So nice, yeah. But we can definitely go to a beer a beer place. Is the island boy getting bottles. cool, like outside of Victoria? Yeah, bitch, I'm back. Come <laughs> <laughs> oh, because of you. Those straight face, yeah. <laughs> You're like I'm here. It's time for the island to get good again. Yeah. Basically. No, I just I just kind of mean like I feel like before all of the like cool shit to do was in Victoria, and now Victoria's just kind of jam packed, so it's spreading out to like Nanaimo and Parksville and other places down. Well, yeah, I mean like Victoria's island. just getting way too expensive to and hard to find like a rental place to live. So, <laughs> speak in <laughs> my language. I know. So, um I'm gonna die in this apartment. <laughs> I'll never uh, get anything this size for as much as we pay here. It's all gonna like be triple the cost. Uh, yeah, I know. Even Nanaimo's getting ridiculous for I know prices. you had such a hard time finding a yeah. place. But you did. Your place is yeah. very cute. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> I like it. Hey, Danica. <laughs> Hey, Emma, what's up? What are you drinking? Right. Me too. I forgot that we had to do that. Um, I'm drinking tea out of a mug. Cool. Um, I'm drinking a ginger peppermint tea because I have a little bit of a cold. Oh, no. Everyone around me is getting sick. I thought that I was going to get sick after PAX and then I didn't. Mm. And then maybe my immune system was just kind of like compromised. And then I was around all these sick people so whatever it's not that bad right now i'm having lots of downtime. that's good everybody in my office is getting sick and i'm like stay away it's that time yeah anyway (laughs) what's what what, moving on on your mug because my mug is pretty cool oh uh my mug has a picture of a mug on it (laughs) i'm not kidding Mug section. And I got it, <laughs> yeah, I got it from uh, Chapters, or Indigo, same thing, and it says this, the little picture of the mug, makes everything better. Aww. Yeah. That's so sweet. It's good, and it's like a 16-ounce mug, which is like the perfect size. Nice. I like a nice 16-ounce or larger. I don't know how big my mug is. It's What's like on it? Medium-sized. Uh, there's a shark. And then underneath Classic the shark, Emma. it says, hangry. <laughs> <laughs> I got it at the- That's you uh, all over. I know. I got it at the Chicago Aquarium. Oh, my God. And I was just, like, waiting for my mom to come out of the bathroom, and there is a gift shop right there. And I saw it, and I was like, well, fuck. Now I have to buy this. <laughs> I'm so glad you did. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah, it's actually kind of like that same shark face- Uh. Has that T-shirt that you got me? Oh, nice! I love that. That's the best shark face when it's just like from I don't know inside up. Yeah, this is the jaw. It's just like rah. Yeah, this is my jaw. Rah. Rah." I'm not describing this very well, but I know that you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, the people will understand. Did you watch Shark Week this year? Because I totally forgot. I don't know if i really agree with shark week anymore (laughs) because like yeah so for anybody that doesn't know i used to be obsessed with shark week i would watch pretty much every single program and just like drink it all in and then they just started getting a little like hoaxy and fake (laughs) newsy and all this stuff Mm. and then it wasn't so much like shark education anymore it was just like there's this killer 60-foot hammerhead uh, prowling the Florida coastline. Watch out, everybody. And it's like, that's not what Shark Week is supposed to be about. Everybody's scared of sharks already. Like, you have to make people not so scared of sharks. Right. That's a good point. Yeah. And then they had, like, the program that was all about, like, the megalodon and how there's, like, a megalodon in the ocean, but... There's not. Like, they're extinct. Fuck. I want to see that movie, though. Oh, my God. (laughs) The Meg? Yeah. (laughs) It looks so dumb and really cool, and I really want to see it. It is, like, the perfect marriage of my weird movie niche and Travis's weird movie niche because I love me some, like, killer animal movies. doesn't even have to be about sharks. Yeah. And then Travis is, like, head over heels for Jason Statham, so... Oh, who isn't? I know. (laughs) Although Um, I get all of the... I get all of those, like, action dudes confused.
1: (laughs) Yeah. They're just all the same.
0: They are. In my mind. They're... Yeah. I mean, Jason Statham does have some good moments, though. He's been in a couple of good flicks. But I saw the trailer for the Meg. Why is that so hard to say? And, um, I don't know. <laughs> oh god, this is going to be a great episode. My mouth is already not working. But I saw the trailer and I'm like really terrified of the deep water ocean. Like not so much where you can see and it's nice and shallow but like the ocean's fucking deep. It hasn't yep. been explored all the way. That just freaks me the fuck out. Same. And there's like a scene in the trailer where the Meg comes up and just, like, bites this submarine glass, and it's just fucking huge. And I got chills. I was like, I'm going to be scared of this stupid fucking movie. Yay! I'm so excited. Yeah. I probably won't go see it in theaters, because I don't know if I want to, like, spend I think big money. I wouldn't be surprised if it was already gone. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Well, I didn't want to spend big theater dollars on it anyway. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, wait till it's out on Netflix. Maybe when you come over, we can see if it's like for rent on PlayStation or something like that, and we can watch it. Okay, that sounds like fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, speaking of movies, action movies. Hey, hey, what did we do this week? We did Charlie's Angels. <laughs> 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 Do we just do air horns now? <laughs> I guess so. I was trying to think of like the Charlie's Angels theme song, and I just couldn't. All I could think of was Mission um, Impossible. Um. Yeah, there is like a little jingle-y thing. It's all like na na na. But that sounds that's like, James Bond. That was James Bond, Uh uh-huh, yep. Um, (laughs) Then I don't know it. Yeah, I I know, right? Uh, Anyway, yeah, we watched uh, Charlie's Angels, the movie from the year 2000 with Drew Barrymore and Cameron Diaz and Lucy Liu. Shout Shout out to Lucy Liu. Shout out to Lucy Liu and that one time that we just talked about how we like Lucy Liu movies and wanted to do a Lucy Liu movie. We're doing it. That was like a month ago. Look at us now. Yeah, fucking making, following up our own dreams, our promises. Come true. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that too. <laughs> Still don't have Lucy Lou on the show, but maybe one day. Hey, Lucy Lou, come on the show. We'll watch Charlie's Angels full throttle because that's yeah, the thing. and that's such a good movie. I do kind of like the second oh. one too. Yeah, but But I really like this one. Yeah, this episode, I just watched the first one. Did you? Oh, yeah, I didn't watch the second one. Or the TV series. Or the other TV series. I think there's another TV show now. There was one in, like, 2011. I saw it on Amazon, but yes, I think it only had one season. Probably wasn't that good then. Yeah, so I didn't watch that either. Cool, all right, just the movie then. (laughs) Yes, just the remade movie of the original (laughs) Charlie's Angels series. (laughs) All right, well, let's get into our first impressions. Um, Yeah. This movie came out in 2000, so we would have been 9 and 10. Yeah. Is that when you watched it? Uh... Possibly. I may have watched it, you know, a couple years later. My mom did kind of monitor my um, TV watching for the first few years of my life. I can't Mm -hmm. remember when that stopped, but I do remember not being allowed to watch Sailor Moon or Power Rangers when I was a kid. But I still did anyway. Sorry, Mom. Yeah, we talked about this in another episode. And I was like, yeah. there's not even anything bad about no. Power Rangers or Sailor Moon. I think it was just like that whole kind think. of like violence in TV. Right. Um slash like video games that kind of stirs parents and other people up into a frenzy every few years. They're like, Oh, these things this are thing's ruining bad. our children. Blah. I like Whatever. that voice. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh but yeah i mean i'm not a violent person i hate violence against others so it didn't ruin me sorry mom but you were wrong <laughs> Anyway, so i'm not Suck sure on if, that mom i'm not sure if i was allowed to watch charlie's angels when it first came out but i definitely did see it as like a preteen and mm-hmm. i just remember it being so cool like, these three very strong women characters, and they all have very three distinct personalities. Like, Lucy Liu is the tough, or the smart one, and Drew Barrymore is the tough one, and then Cameron Diaz is, like, the fun one that's also really good at kicking ass. They're all good at kicking ass, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, And I'm pretty sure that this movie may have been... The first movie to incite my little crush that I had on Luke Wilson. Luke was Wilson was very cute for a while. He was very cute and funny and just like, I don't know, just very chill. And he didn't have his brother's nose. Yeah. So there's that going for him. <laughs> my friend showed me. Owen. My friend showed me a YouTube video. I don't know why I watched it. It was six minutes long, but it was every Owen Wilson wow in chronological order. Send that to me. I, I need it. will. It, my favorite is number six. Okay. You'll know when okay. you watch it. Yeah. All right. Good. Yeah. You should uh, post that on our Twitter. I think I will. Okay. I was like going to, but then I was like, we haven't talked about Owen Wilson before, so this would just be kind of out of nowhere. But now we it's have like, hey, figure this out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Surprise. Oh fuck! I love that. I'm really excited to see that. Yeah. Um. um yeah. I think I liked Luke Wilson for a little while. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Same. Same thing. It's just like same. Same cute, funny dude. Yeah. 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 Whatever. Um. I don't. I don't. Re- totally remember the first time I watched this movie. there's part of me that wants to say that I we watched it like at a party like at a sleepover maybe um that like feels right in my heart. <laughs> so yeah it was maybe like a like a birthday party sleepover dealio mm mm-hmm. um, probably not the year 2000 because I would have had to go to the theaters for that. I don't think I would have gone to the theaters for that, so probably in 2001. So it was maybe 10, maybe 11. I don't know. But same thing. I remember it being, like, very cool and really liking all three of the characters. Yeah. And just, like, lots of kicking ass, lots of explosions, lots of funny moments. And I just liked it. I think Dylan was my favorite when I was a kid. Mhm.
1: That's and Drew Barrymore, know. right?
0: That's Drew Barrymore. Yep. And she plays then. Dylan and that's the she's like the tough badass one. Yeah. And yeah, I think I, I think I just really liked her for that one um fighting scene that she does when her hands are tied. Oh yeah. Iconic. And then afterwards, and she just goes and that's kicking your ass and she just like dances <laughs> out of the room. Yep. That was what sealed it. I was like, you're my favorite. My She's favorite and funny. was uh, Cameron Diaz. Nan- Natalie? Natalie, yep. yeah. Yeah. Um, specifically, that, like, dream sequence that she has at the beginning, and then she just, like, wakes up and, like, dances her ass off yeah, just, in the like, morning. Yeah, like, dances all dumb in her underwear. Yep. Uh, that's that scene for some reason, has just like stuck in my mind all of these years. And it's might be part of the reason why I just love listening to tunes while I'm getting ready and shaking it. Hell yeah. yep. do you dance as bad as she does? Quite possibly. I am yes. very white. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they're all great, yeah. yeah. And then yeah, Lucy Liu. Her character is Alex, and um, I really liked her character too. But Alex was just so like smart, and just had her shit together. And that was just not me <laughs> feeling. Inside. Yeah, I do have something that I want to say about that character later. So remind me about that. I will. Um, because it's definitely not something that I noticed. The first. Oh, so this is not, like, the second time I've seen this movie. I've watched this yeah. movie probably ten times. I'm assuming you two. At least. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, anyway. But it's not something that I ever, like, noticed before. So I'll talk about that in my second impression. Yeah. Um. But, yeah. Otherwise, like, I never really was, like, bothered by the fact that they were all, like, very sexy. Yeah. And that they were using that to accomplish their goals. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that there was maybe part of me, like, when I was a teenager, where I started to become maybe more critical of that. Right. But I didn't think about it, like, too, too much. Um, So I definitely had that in mind watching it this time. But it was kind of rarely anything that I thought about before. I agree. (laughs) Yeah. It was just kind of like fun, good fun movie. Yeah. Pow, pow, pow. Bang, bang. Very iconic. Did you ever watch the TV show from the 70s? No. Yeah, me neither. I don't know why. I was thinking about it this time, and, like, it's not that I was so much into... Charlie's Angels as, like, a series or a brand, but I just really enjoyed that movie. I agree. Like, the chemistry between the three women was just really amazing, and, um, I don't know, it was just funny and enjoyable, but I still, like, wasn't super interested in more like a continuation like charlie's angel's full throttle sure give me that shit but that's all i give want me a really sequel. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i i guess i wasn't i also wasn't like interested enough to seek it out i do remember for a while like we had um a tv channel on cable that played like old tv shows yeah um so it had like Like, I got really into the A team for a while because it (laughs) would always have the A team on. (laughs) And it would play Gilligan's Island and the Love Boat and some other, like, old TV shows. So Mm -hmm. I would, I would, like, frequently have that channel on um, on my sick days. But they never had Charlie's Angels. But I bet if it were on that channel, I would have watched it. Right. Because, you know, when you're homesick and you're just kind of down for watching whatever. And yeah. He was just like yeah, sure, whatever. I'll watch this. Yeah. So if it was on, I would have. And I guess like in that age before Netflix too, like it was harder to watch older TV shows because you either had to go buy the seasons or hope that they were syndicated on some channel that you had. Yep. And so I never really watched older TV shows, but I do remember watching a lot of older movies. Um, I was just talking about this with my dad the other day, actually. 'Cause he had his like little great nieces and nephews over and they watched that Pink Panther uh remake that they did with Steve Martin in like the early two thousands. Oh, 2000s. I never saw that. Yeah. It but was I know okay. what you were talking about, yeah. Um, and we were just talking about how like I really loved the Pink Panther when I was a kid, like six or seven, but I watched the Peter Sellers one, which is very much more adult than the Steve Martin one. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And um, it was just uh, – we were just talking about how we have to get those kids to, like, watch the Peter Sellers version because it's just very funny and com- pretty different from the remake that they did, which I'm mm-hmm. kind of – I kind of feel like maybe Charlie's Angels might be the same way. <laughs> yeah? I don't know. Obviously, I haven't seen it. But I could see, you know, like – them wanting to remake this older TV show for a more, like, hip, young audience, so they kind of make some jokes a little bit, I don't know. Like, more family-friendly? Yeah. I guess so. I don't know. It's all all speculation, because I don't know. I don't think I've seen a single episode or even a single scene from the old TV show. Yeah. So... I don't know. All I know about it is that it had Farrah Fawcett and she had great hair. Oh, she certainly did. (laughs) (laughs) They had great hair in this film, too. I was trying to count the number of uh, hair flips. Oh, yeah. Me, too. Yeah. I thought that there was going to be a lot more. They just kind of, like, condense it all in the beginning when they're kind of, like, introducing all the characters. So there's Mm -hmm. only, like, six or so. Uh, but it's all in the first, like, half hour. Yeah. <laughs> and then after that, it's all, like, plot and kicking ass. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Let's get into our second impressions now. <laughs> I think so. I don't really have anything else to add. I just thought that this movie was really good, and I was really excited that we were going to watch it again. <laughs> 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 all right. So, what did you think this time around? Um. So, I definitely, like, didn't remember as much as I thought I would... When I watched it this time, there was a couple of scenes that I did remember, but I think I was getting this one in the sequel mixed up in my mind, but that's fine. Like, I completely forgot that Tim Curry was in it at all. Yeah, he, I forgot about that too. And then when he showed up, I just thought about how excited you would be. (laughs) <laughs> to see him i'm just like oh i wonder if emma remembered that tim curry's in this because i feel I like she'd be really not. stoked that he that he's here i was excited i was like what a great cast um, i was really excited about like a lot of the cameos uh melissa mccarthy was there yeah didn't remember that at all well, um i remembered that matt leblanc was in it yeah good old joey Tribbiani. yeah um yeah. And who then I I realized I had completely forgotten about Tom Green at all. The Chad. The Chad. Was it the Chad? It might have been the Chad. <laughs> no, the Chad was great. Uh, that was hilarious. So Tom Green really and funny. Drew Barrymore were dating when yeah. this movie was filmed. Yeah, they which were. Which just makes it even funnier. Totally. Their whole like weird relationship is just very funny to watch. Yeah. And I just thought that they were they were great. They were great really screen, great. On screen chemistry. Yeah. And like Tom Green just played that character so well. Like yeah. I I really just bust a gut when she like leaves him on the boat the first time and then he just fucking like falls throws the, the eggs into the water and then just falls in. <laughs> i was like wow that's but like we've all wanted to do that yeah there are times when things just happen and you just want to give up you just want to drop everything and just drop dead yeah that's basically what he did it was really funny yeah i kind of forgot about um all of that and then as soon as he showed up i just had these like flashbacks of being a kid and thinking that that was the funniest part of the entire film. <laughs> and all of us just, just like running around screaming, the Chad is great. <laughs> uh, yeah. I like, I had no memory of remembering him at all. Uh And I, I do remember though, like in the early 2000s, I just thought Tom Green was just really annoying. So I'm sure yeah. once I would have seen him in this movie, I'd been like, Oh, he's in this, like, give me a break. One of and his, he his better was very roles. Good. yeah. Absolutely. Because he only has like 10 lines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a hundred <laughs> words and 50 of them are Chad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but whatever. The chat was great. The chat was great. But I think overall, a second viewing of this film kind of left me with like some mixed emotions. Yeah? Yeah um regarding what regarding a lot of different things i think um i kind of wish that the girl like the women the three main women were a little bit more like well-rounded characters (laughs) what do you think um yes and yes and Um, yes and (laughs) yes and i will mention the point that i wanted to bring up about Alex, uh, Lucy Liu's character, which is that something that I never really thought about before was how glad I am that they show that she sucks at baking and cooking right at the very beginning of the film because she is shown to be this, like, I don't know, just was the super, like, excelling student and is just perfect at everything and just amazing and smart and whatever and can just, I don't know. She's incredible. Um, And so she be immediately, like, doesn't become very relatable, right? Yeah. And then she sucks at baking. And then she kind of becomes a little bit likable because of that. And so I think that if they hadn't done that, then... We might not have liked Alex, at least I don't know if I would have right as much as uh Dylan and Natalie, yeah, so I was like, I could understand the importance of showing that now, yeah, as an adult. I was just like, okay, that was a smart move. You're showing that this character is like more human and not just this perfect robot woman, yeah, who is smart and good at everything and also really <laughs> attractive. Yeah, I just kind of found that they, you know, they they introduced something for each of the girls that made them a little bit more relatable because the people watching this are not these like ass kicking private investigators like Mm -hmm. Charlie's Angels, but I don't know. For me, it was enough for like I just remembered enjoying the film. (laughs) What? Ba Ba-na-na. Ba-na-na. na That's what it is. Yeah, nailed it. Thank you. You were saying. <laughs> um. And now I'm kind of wishing that we had watched Full Throttle because I feel like they delve a little deeper into the girls. In that film. Well, sure, yeah. You've got yeah. You got more time to know. build those characters up a little bit more. How long okay. was this movie? I don't remember. It was like two hours. Okay. You know, I feel like they did a really good job in the two hours because it's also like not a TV series yeah, where you can focus on building up your characters over like much longer arcs. Like, I felt pretty okay about all three of them. Um, because they showed us those little clips from them being, like, teenagers or whatever. And we each got a little look into their personal lives as well. And, yeah. And then I think over the course of the movie, they each showed, like, how, like, different they are. And then also how well they work together as a team. And I just, I personally felt (laughs) pretty good about it. Okay, I'm glad. Yeah, I must say I did really enjoy that scene when they're rescuing Bosley from that tower, mm-hmm. and then Natalie gets a call from Luke Wilson's character, Pete. Pete, thank you. And then she's just like, "Hold on a minute, Pete." And she got goes to like kick some more ass, and then she's like still talking with him. That was also very funny it was and very so cute. It was so good, yeah. Oh, yeah, there was a weird thing that happens with that because Natalie and Vivian, the... Yeah. Oh, spoilers. Na- Vivian is, like, a good guy, and then it's a switch around, and then she's a bad guy. Um, they're fighting, and Vivian smashes Natalie's phone w- when she's still on the call with Pete, and we get zero follow up on that i know the movie ends and we don't hear anything about pete like she needs to get a new phone and call him back like yeah oh no what about pete and i get it like you almost died and your boss almost died and whatever but i want to know about pete dang it but i think we also know that feeling when you meet a guy you really like or a person you really like and you just like need to connect with them Right? Yeah. Like, I fe- yeah, I feel like if she was that excited about Pete, then she would be like itching to get in contact with him again. Yeah. She'd be Like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Someone smashed my phone. Like it would have been kind okay. of funny when if like when they first arrive at Charlie's house, if she's like, oh, shit, I got to go phone Pete. <laughs> I got to go call Pete. Yeah. Charlie, are you here? Are you all right? Okay, good. I gotta go call my maybe boyfriend. Yeah. The other thing that kind of made me feel a little iffy about stuff is like, uh, I don't know. I felt like there is a little bit of cultural appropriation in this film. Oh yeah, there is a note note in my phone, because I was taking notes as I was watching the film, and it just says, I see brown face. Yes! Okay, thank you. Yep, it is very, very evident, and very uncool. It's like, okay, like, yes, at the very beginning of the movie, you're going deep undercover, and you're wearing a rubber mask to make yourself look like ice cube wait ice cube or ice tea which one is it ice tea i it's ice ice no is isn't it is it ice cube no fuck wasn't it ll cool j it's ll cool j damn it it's <laughs> neither of the ice ones he's just a cool j <clears throat> very bad at rappers that became actors do you know what ll cool j stands for Ladies Love Cool J. Yes. I don't know what J stands for. I think it's like James or something. Cool James. Ladies Love Cool James. Maybe. Uh, Fuck. Okay. What a cool rap name. I know, right? <laughs> like, so fucking slick. <laughs> ladies do love Cool J. Anyway, so yes, you're wearing a rubber mask to look like LL Cool J. Um, Whatever. That is fine. You get an LL Cool J cameo. I know, like, that I was okay with. Yeah, but this time you just put, like, a lot of bronzer on, dude, and that's, like, very less cool. Yes. <laughs> and it was only, like, a five-second <laughs> clip, and I was still just like, eh, hey, I see you, caught ya. I know, I had to rewind to be like, was that what I thought it was? <laughs> it was. It was. It uh. was. Uh... But, yeah, other than that, though, I still had a really, like, enjoyable time watching the film. mm mm-hmm. um, Their moves are very cool. I love how when they're kicking Crispin's Glo- Crispin Glover's ass the first time, like, that really creepy bad guy. Creepy thin man. Yeah, they um use moves that they need to, like, work together for. I thought that was very cool. Yeah. How they're just like throwing each other and <clears throat> yeah. vaulting each other. Yeah. And uh, and the other thing I w- wanted to ask was like, where was, fuck, what's his name now? Creepy Thin Man? <sighs> no. Sam Rockwell? Yes. <laughs> where was Sam Rockwell's Oscar nomination for this film? Because that scene where he's. Like okay, so spoiler alert, he's also turns out to be the bad guy. There's a scene after he like reveals himself and he just has this really sweet dance move thing going on. His character is so funny. Amazing. And yeah, I just I don't know. It's so funny how like pathetic he is when they first find him and they're talking to him and he's being all like kind of like shy. Nerdy guy, mm-hmm. like making eyes at Dylan. Mm-hmm. And then he ends up being the bad guy and he just like becomes this like crazy, cocky, evil bastard. Yeah. It's very funny. And also, just a lot of, like, really cool smokers in this film right now. <laughs> the way that he and the creepy thin man smoke, they make it look like it's the fucking coolest thing to do. And then in my head, I was thinking, like, if they made this movie today, they would not be smoking cigarettes. They would totally be vaping. <laughs> Absolutely. Just a of cool vapors. A couple of cool vapors. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah sam rockwell was so good in this film yeah i agree what a great uh, actor
1: i sick love him. dance moves
0: yeah there's also a really great youtube compilation of just him dancing in all these different films <laughs> that i will try to find well i need to see that too yeah look at you with all the hot youtube videos i know you know what's up well, my friends know what's up and then they send it to me because they're like, "Emma, would appreciate this or she'll think it's really weird." Well, yeah. You know. <laughs> One um I guess like good not cultural appropriation? Maybe cultural appropriation? <laughs> discuss. Um that happened was, you know, when they're at uh Tim Curry Tim Curry's character's party. Fuck, why can't I remember any character names? I don't remember. So anyway, so they're at Tim Curry's house mm-hmm. and he's having this like uh Japanese-themed party. I was looking, I was paying attention to the drummers in the background. Yeah. And I was just like, fuck, those people are just hitting the shit out of those drums, and they look really good. And then I was checking the credits, and sure enough, they are like a traditional drumming group, and I was like, cool. That is very good. Yeah. That was a good call. I don't think that's cultural appropriation. No, that's why I felt like good about it. No, it's just like performance. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, yeah, if you're gonna, if have a like Japanese themed party, like better to just like go all out, especially if you've got Tim Curry money, Tim Curry characters money. (laughs) Tim Curry cash. <laughs> if You got that curry cash. <laughs> you got to spend it on getting professional, traditional drumming groups. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And uh, servers that speak fluent Japanese, like Natalie, I guess. Mm-hmm. That was really funny, the look on... Luke Wilson's on Pete's face. Pete. when she, On Pete. When she responds <laughs> to him just in, like, fluent Japanese, he's just like, wow. <sighs> like, I'm in over my head. I know. Now I want to go watch this movie again. Just remembering all these things that made me so happy. <laughs> okay, here's a weird question. Is there a character in the film named Harvey? No? Okay, for some reason, I kept... Wanting to call Sam Rockwell's character, whose name is Eric, I kept wanting to call him Harvey, and I I don't know why. Is there... Maybe there's a Harvey in Full Throttle? I don't remember anything about Full Throttle, except that the creepy thin man is there, which also doesn't make sense because he totally gets blown up. Yep. Uh, All I remember is uh, that BMX scene, and then they have very good costumes in that movie. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, I don't know why, but even in my notes, I, like, had Harvey written down, and then I, like, realized that that was not his name, and that it was Eric, and then I had to go back and change it. (laughs) So I have no idea why. That's hilarious. I just got Harvey on the brain. Yeah, I mean, no Harvey. No Harvey in this film. That's fine. I'm just going crazy then. It's okay. It's cool. Don't worry about it. Um, the race car scene in this film is, like, really dumb. Yeah. Totally. Totally. <laughs> I never thought about it before, but it's, like, probably the dumbest scene. Because it's really pointless. And it's, like, they go on a car chase on a track. Which the other girls do point out. They're, like, it's a circular track. What are you doing? He can't go anywhere. Yeah. And then he does. He leaves and, like, goes out on the open road. And it's, like... But then it's, like, why would you do that? And why would you follow? Because you have these two very, like, Easily recognizable race cars. you're just going to arouse all the suspicion. yeah, I just thought that it was really stupid, and then they knock creep thin man into the river mm-hmm. or whatever, and then it's like, where's he where's he gonna go? Like he's there, he's alive go down there and get him and that catch him has nine lives. and question him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think he survived that fall. And then it's just like, why didn't you follow up on that? Why didn't you just go down there <laughs> and then catch him? Yeah. And to shore? So, I don't know. Yeah, it was pretty dumb. But how good does Cameron Diaz look as a brunette? Because that was amazing. <laughs> she does look really good as a brunette. Yeah, And I also don't hate Drew Barrymore as a blonde. Yeah. Well, she's pretty blonde nowadays. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. She looks great. Everybody just looks amazing. I tried watching the show that she has, The Santa Clarita Diet. Oh yeah. Um, I mean it through like two episodes and it's pretty good, but I'm I didn't want to watch more. Really? You're obsessed? Yeah. I binged both seasons like I didn't watch season one for a while, and then when I did, I just watched it all in like a weekend, and then when the second season came out, the same thing. Wow. I just, I love Timothy Oliphant. I think he's just so funny and great, and I love the chemistry that they have together. And He's the um, husband? Yeah. Okay. And um, And then there's like that nerdy boy, I don't know if you've met him, probably have, and and their daughter and they're also just like a very good pair in the show i just thought it was really funny and good and a different sort of take on zombies than what we're seeing nowadays oh yeah totally different take yeah which i can appreciate Uh they can't all be the walking dead yeah season two i just always really liked drew barrymore yeah she's great amazing and i forgot that she was um a producer On this film. Yeah. Well, I guess she's got that movie money because she's been making films since she was, like, very tiny. True. Yeah. And I want to read her book because she's just had a very interesting life. She really has. And And now I want to go watch (laughs) E.T. Oh, there's a nod to E.T. in this film as well. Where? Because, you know, well, you know when she, um falls out of the window and like rolls down the hill and winds up <laughs> yeah. at, and she has to like get the little boy's yeah. help and she's totally naked yeah that house was the same house that was used for et really yeah and oh so they've God. got like a bowl of like uh, Reese's, reese's cups reese's pieces sorry excuse me and there's like an et poster in the room as well oh i totally missed that yeah it's really I, cute. I do love that scene that comes after though when um Alex and Natalie they like both show up at the headquarters cuz it's been blown up and they show up in these really cool cars and then she shows up on a dirt Devin bike just shows up on a dirt bike in like a boy's oversized t-shirt and shorts. Yeah. Very cool. So good. Very cool look. So good. Uh, uh I like this movie. We could just recap the whole thing probably. Like, scene for scene. Scene for scene. Um, Before we start, like, wrapping up, I guess, uh, I just wanted to ask, like, how you felt about the way that sexuality was used in this film? I... What are your thoughts on that? I didn't feel bad about it. I felt like it was just kind of like another skill in their arsenal that Mm -hmm. they could use to manipulate people and to fulfilling their mission, Um, as I've become a little bit older, I'm less inclined to think of being overtly sexual like that in a bad way. So if it works for them, I'm for it. Cool. Yeah. What about you? I kind of agree with you because I was just kind of hyper aware of it this time. Mm -hmm. I like going into it. I was worried about... Uh, This film being ruined for me, because maybe, like, I was worried that it had been um, shot and created, like, for the male gaze, and I had just never realized it when I was younger. Right. And so, part of me was like, like, I was really excited to watch this movie, but I was also kind of apprehensive, because, like, oh no, what if this, like, is very clearly not made... For me, like, as a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, And is that going to just kind of ruin all of these, like, good memories that I have about the film? And I was kind of pleasantly surprised. Because yeah. it didn't seem... Yeah, it didn't seem like the... Like, yes, the women are very attractive. And yes, they use their sexuality as a tool. But... They don't rely on it for everything. And there also just, like, weren't as many, like, crazy sexy shots as I thought <laughs> that there was going to be. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it didn't seem like the women were, like, super over-sexualized. It was, like, these were smart and tough and capable women who just also happened to be very sexy. And they knew how to use it. Yeah. Yeah. The only scene that I was disappointed in was when they're trying to infiltrate Red Star. Mm -hmm. Is that the company? Yes. And um, Alex, or Devin and Natalie, both dress as men, and then Alex plays, like, this dominatrix-type um efficiency manager or whatever she calls herself yeah i don't remember there to help the company run better be more efficient Mm -hmm. more productive and it's a tech company so of course like men work there and they're all like gaga over her leather pencil skirt and blazer glasses combo and her like whip thing or pointer i don't know that she's whipping around it was like just straight up a riding whip oh yeah a riding crop yeah yeah um yeah and so she's like take charge of this meeting and her whole point is to like get them get the men to like move the angels kind of like around the building like yeah show them or take them pa- past the, like, mainframe room or whatever, because that's where Devin and Natalie need to go. So yes. she's, like, in front of the group. She's taking charge. The guys are just, like, afraid of her, but so turned on. Yeah. And then she, like, finishes what she needs to do, and then she just totally, like, switches, switches into this other character of just being, like, a dumb like, innocent, needy girl. She's like, can you show me where these problems are? And I just, I did not like that. It's a little bit eye-rolly, but it also made me laugh because that was also, like, a different example of using your femininity to get what you want. Sure. So she was totally using the whole, like... I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I just need a man to come and just like take me and show me what to do. And for that specific mission, like it worked and it got what they needed. So I, I wanna say that, that was also like I don't know. They didn't spend a they don't spend a lot of time on it, no. but in my head I just kind of read that as another, like, power move from Alex. Sure. Just in a different way. But, I don't know, I feel like it was kind of risky in the situation that she is putting herself in, because she showed up as this one character, and then she just completely switches, and I feel like she could have gotten the same effect from staying as, like, that domineering type, and just being like, show me, (laughs) and... That's true. They would have shown a good her. Like, she didn't have to switch it up like no. that. No. And also, I mean, I know it's a film and, like, you're supposed to suspend your belief for a minute or whatever. But if you were in that sort of situation, I would become suspicious, personally, if somebody were to just, mm. like, flip the switch like that. That's a good point. Be like, what happened? I thought you were smart. <laughs> I thought that you were capable. <laughs> And you're Yeah, I feel like Doris probably would have caught on. Yeah. Because Doris right? thinks she's a bitch. <laughs> I love Doris. I know. I got so excited when I was like, hey, I know you. Yeah. You're Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. Uh, that was really good. What a good film. I'm so glad we watched this. Me too. And I also did think that it was very funny how like all of the like tech geeks were just I don't know. It's like, that's obviously not what I guess all programmers look like now if you go to an office, but it was very evident of like what people thought programmers looked like oh, yeah. at the time. And so they all looked exactly the same. Of... So they're, yeah, it was yeah. just like the stereotypes. They're all wearing just like khakis and just like shades of brown and they all just kind of like blended together in this like, Gross crowd. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was just just very funny because I was just like, this is, I don't know, it's just a silly stereotype to look back on and be like, wow, that's not what programmers look like. No. (laughs) Maybe they did, but not anymore. (laughs) No. (laughs) Uh, But, I mean, this movie is pretty campy. It relies pretty heavily on stereotypes, so... It just kind of fits. Totally. Yeah. Um, Any last things that you want to talk about? No, I don't think so. Let me look at my notes here. I think we covered everything. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I've got a few more <laughs> notes here about just, like, certain things that they did that seemed kind of unbelievable but you know what at the end of the day it's an action movie and there's always yeah. gonna be certain things that maybe wouldn't totally work in real life no i feel like once i start thinking about those things and picking it apart then it's just not fun anymore because i really yeah. enjoy a good action film and um a lot of them are just really bad and totally unbelievable. Mm hmm. But, but that's not they're so enjoyable. The point. Yeah. 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 Alright. So let's wrap this up. Let's let's give this a rating. Fun factor. Hair so
1: flip. So much fun. Factor.
0: <laughs> Excuse me? Hair flip factor. Oh man. Well, not as many hair flips as I thought. I know. So hair flips is actually kind of low middling on the low end yeah if the hair flips had been like spaced out (laughs) throughout the film i mean there were still lots of like slow-mo shots there was the same amount of slow-mo shots that i thought that there was going to be yeah but fewer hair flips than i thought it was very concentrated at the beginning i did really enjoy that hair flip that natalie gives pete before she like leaves him after she's met him for the first time you're just all about Natalie and Pete. I really am. I ship them so hard. I ship it. <laughs> totally. <laughs> but it's just so funny because Pete's just so poor Pete. He's so unaware of what he's getting himself into. God. He brings her to Soul Train. <laughs> I know. fuck. Like there's two whitest people. And the girl was just like the flattest butt is just up there dancing to Baby Got Back I and know. like it's just, like, so funny. Like, what a first date. Yeah. And he did that on the first date. God Ugh. bless him. Love but him you. trying to interact with, like, the bouncers. Yeah. It's just very funny because he's trying so hard and they're having none of it. Yeah. But then at the end, they, like, bring him into the fold. <laughs> yeah, they come around and yeah. then they're all buddies by the end of it. Uh, but, yeah, fun factor, very high. Ten out of ten. So 10 out fun. of 10. So much fun. Yeah. Great movie. Cool. Moving on. Was it worth it? Yes. Why? <laughs> uh, because I just, like, had such a good time, and I'm glad that I watched it again, and this movie makes me happy, and I want to go kick some ass. Was it cool. worth it for you? Yeah, absolutely. I think, number one... I forgot how much I enjoy this movie, so I'm really happy that I watched it again a little later on in life, so now I can remember, like, oh, if I just need a moment to myself to just feel good and smile, I'm going to put on Charlie's Angels. And also, I'm just really glad that I had the chance to rewatch it with a bit more of a critical eye, being more adult, looking at it, analyzing it, and still feeling mostly okay but shaking so, our heads and fingers at the brown face. Yeah. 100%. Don't do that. That was poor taste. Very poor taste. <laughs> yeah. Would you do it again? Oh yeah, of course. You kind of just covered that. I did. Yeah, and now I really want to watch full throttle, so. Me too. I want to go do that right now. Yeah. <laughs> but I can't cuz we got to set up our Oculus Rift and then we also have another movie to watch for next week i know uh, that one's going to be interesting <laughs> yeah yeah it's gonna be a fun episode so don't miss it <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah cool so i guess this is the time for you sweet friend listeners to tell us have you seen charlie's angels of course you have who hasn't uh but what did you think of the movie do you feel okay with how they present their sexuality did you want to be a charlie's angel who is your favorite tell us you can Who's tell your us. favorite also who do you think you oh are? yeah tell us who you think you are because we have a devon We have a Natalie. We're looking for... We have a Dylan. We have our Natalie. We're looking for our Alex. So. Yeah. I think I called her Devin earlier, too. You did. I didn't correct you. I'm sorry. God. Okay, whatever. Dylan. I also would like to say that, like, I, like, Dylan was my favorite. I wish that I was Alex. I know, right? I'm actually Natalie. (laughs) Okay, we just want a posse of Natalie's. (laughs) Yeah, probably. (laughs) Because we're just all goobers. Yeah. Uh,
1: Yeah.
0: But tell us which angel you most, I don't know, aspire to be or feel like you are. We're on Twitter at ImpressionsPod and Facebook, Instagram, and Vero at Second Impressions Podcast. But let's be real, we never look at Vero. Uh, No, but I mean, you can try one day we'd like it would be very cool to log in one day and be like oh look at all these notifications <laughs> uh anyway uh you can send suggestions for future episodes to second impressions podcast at gmail.com if you're really interested in us covering charlie's angels full throttle i guess we could do that let us know twist our arm it's made a robber yeah. Uh thanks, Keegan, for the art. <laughs> thank you, Travis, for the music. And thank you to all of you for listening. And please remember to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. But you can also listen to us on whatever you're listening to us on right now. You know what it is. Whatever suits you best, baby. 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 <laughs> okay uh i'm all Emma. Right. Oh, right, right i'm uh danica how do we end this um thanks for listening and we will catch you next week <laughs> bye bye <laughs> i forgot how we end the show <laughs>